right, but real kind of updates. Um, you know what? I did kind. Of, I was holding this off for you because one, we don't text kind of enough long shit, and uh, we've been texting enough to not um, give you my warning signs, I guess. But this week was actually a lot better. Like, okay, I kind of realized this Wednesday or Thursday. Like, I was feeling so much, definitely so much better than the week before, and. and it's one of those things I've realized this in the last couple of years where I sort of embrace that. Like, I, it's one of those, my brain starts going like, well, what's happening, man? Why why I don't feel like garbage? And I go like, you know what? You know what, brother? Fuck it. Just just enjoy the just enjoy <laughs> Who the Who cares ride. why? It's just, just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> just like, uh, you know what? I'm like that episode. Here goes. I'm going to throw Simpsons right, right away. Out, anyway. Right out the back. But yeah. this is where Martin, where, where he's like the, the pool queen or whatever. I think he's the pool queen. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and like at the end where it explodes and he's standing there and then Nelson pants him. Yeah. And he's just standing there with his, and he starts. It's I like don't, the cold breeze of a summer or something or that's other. That's a song or something? <laughs> well, he, like, well, he says like some poetic line about, you know, feeling the breeze and, and what, goes what into the, a song yeah yeah well the song that's playing like and he just standing out with the little butt cheeks yeah so it's just kind of like you would just embrace it you know you don't know what's going on but you just basically the, i want to see this embroidered on a, on her pillow you just embrace the wind on your bare cheeks you know what i'm saying <laughs> but like about mm. two three weeks ago i did watch and we had talked about this fairly recently the, the simpsons episode where homer um Gets, I sent you the, remember, like, because we had talked about the day before about the one where Homer starts smoking weed. Mm-hmm. And it came mm-hmm. out on TV, of course, because my phone is listening, you know. Yeah. Google's everywhere, yeah. whatever. Right after we were talking about it, it came on TV. And, and of course, I watched it because it was funny. But um, I, I, I heard, I think I've heard this before, and it kind of went away from my mind, you know, years ago, whatever. But, again, it comes out in this episode when Homer Stone and Flanders comes over. And, and Homer asks him that he's been bothered by this, and he says, no, the, "If Jesus could micro, could Jesus microwave a burrito so hot that he himself couldn't eat it?" Yeah. And it, and it, and it boggles Flanders' yeah, mind. Yeah, he couldn't come up with an answer. Well, you know, immediately, like I got irate, and and Simpsons is very good about fact checking and all that jazz, but this this pisses me off because this is very factually incorrect. Because if this were to take place, if if the microwave it would be the microwave that would overpower Jesus. You know what I mean? <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. And so even when I looked this up and I knew where this kind of came from, I've heard this um, analogy before. It's like, could God, I guess, you got it. They're kind of uh, interchangeable, but could Jesus make a stone so big that he himself couldn't lift it? Yeah. Now that makes sense because you could carve a rock. You could, you know, move a rock. You could shove it, whatever, but you can make a stone so big that you yourself can make it fine. That makes sense because you're making a raw resource. But even if you created the microwave, but technically the burrito beats your ass, right? Mm-hmm. So technically you made like a like a um, superpower burri- uh, microwave. <laughs> do, you, do you think I'm, I'm overlooking? I'm, I'm looking too far into this? I've, uh, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you watch Adventure Time? Yeah. I just thought about this right now. I'm watching it this morning. <laughs> oh, what's the, the microwave that the Ice King makes that throws the, the oh, ice? Oh, um, Neptar. Neptar, yeah. See, so yeah. it's like when they when they conquer that dungeon or whatever, like Neptar is like a, a powered being. Like if it, It's like if Neptar took down Jesus, then it'd be like, whoa, G- Neptar's badass. <laughs> so like that, that to me, I, I just hate that. It's sort of mind-bending, like... The most accurate way would be Flanders going like that. That doesn't make sense because then mm-hmm. it'd be the, the microwave is the, the all powerful being. And then we'd be like all hail the microwave or something. <laughs> I don't know. That always pisses me off. Every time I see that, it just I I, I forgot the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> what was the point you were trying to make? 
Oh, no point. That I just hate that. Yeah, this is the, the code open, so it's like no points. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, oh, and this is gonna be the picture on the episode. But I sent you that picture yesterday about those, that those uh, there were those stalks that were laying down. Yeah. Those were uh, sunflowers. Oh, okay. Does those <laughs> look too big for sunflowers? Do you think? I I just thought they were like you know huge weeds or something. Huge weeds? Well, yeah, well, we have weeds that big in our backyards. <laughs> Well, yeah, sunflower is a weed. You know that, is right? It? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It's, it's a pest. Well, it turns out my dad has been planting some. I hope these weren't his, but he's been planting some next to his cacti. And, well, anyway, the reason I, I kind of went on, on wanted to take, I've wanted to get these for weeks, but they're around my motorcycle, and they're, like, covering it. Well, when I got closed yesterday, I was like, man, now's the time to do with the green uh, trash cans empty. So I go over there, and I start, and I rip, like, the first one up. And there's like just ants pouring out of there, Ooh. like a, like um, you know, one of those uh, end of days movies or whatever, apocalyptic, like da na na da na na da na. Like they just, it, I swear there was no end. I stood there watching, and it just wouldn't end. And I'm just like, right away my my the entire stock was just full of ants. Well, I I couldn't see because I threw the stock, but the ants were just pouring out of the hole. Wow. And, and so I started tearing out other holes, and so like. I mean, I'm not going to answer if I was stoned or not, because that is not relevant at all at this point. But, so I started tearing up all these stalks, and then after a while, I see all these, and so then then I had to do the pause, and then I did that whole action movie scene where, you know, it's like freeze frame, it's like you got to like, uh, a split second decisions, like, so do I just stop operations, because like, I'm scared of the ant, you know, um, annihilation, or do I just continue, and so, and so I did, I said like, you know, fuck it, like, that's, I'm in it to win it, so I just start <laughs> ripping them stocks, and then I'm seeing stocks be, you know, farther away, and so I tack those, and, and every couple holes, it's just like mountains of ants, and then I look down, they're on my hands, so I'm swapping those, and I look down, and they're on my legs, and I'm oh, swapping man. those, but I'm already like, and, and, and it's funny, my pet, I picture like, Rise of the Valkyries and stuff, like, <laughs> dun, 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 I, I wish dun, I had somebody dun, recording dun. it for me, man, like, it was so, I'm gonna send it like, with, Waterloo, <laughs> my Battle of Waterloo, like, and then it was like, uh, then somebody like, um, copied over it, and it was like, uh, what was it, Sugar Plums, or what was that song? The Sugar Plum Fairy? No, the the one that uh, Smithers recorded. Oh, it was Waterloo. Yeah. Oh, it was Waterloo. Yeah. 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 Mr. Burns puts it in and starts with you know Flight of the Flight Valkyrie, of and then oh. you hear like a and Waterloo. He like looks right at Smithers. He like, he knew exactly who. To play. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the only other guy in his house. It's like a sorry, sir. I guess I taped over that. <laughs> and so I'm grabbing like one one hand is stocks and he's like it doesn't budge and so I grab it. So into my head I'm. I don't want to hold on to it for more than a few seconds, you know, because I'm giving so I'm like quickly, you like just let go and like no, just grab, and so it's I'm ha- it's a ton. Of, they were laying out there forever until my dad just got tired of them. But I was like, you gotta let them go away, man. <laughs> I was even gonna pour gasoline down the hole and get all you know, um, like uh, Dale Boom, no, not Dale Boom, Dale Gribble, Gribble, yeah, mm-hmm. Dale Gribble, like uh, and start smashing. It was it was pretty cool. And then I ran out to the hose and I was about to splash my feet, but. It was, and then throughout the night, as I'm hanging out oh, here, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, all night I'm just even as I'm laying in bed, all, you know, dozing off to sleep, and then like behind my ears, like, gotcha, bitch. And it's like dun dun. It's like when you walk through a spider web, or oh, you no. know, see one on you, you just you, you feel them on you. The rest like a of the thousand day. of them, yeah. <laughs> oh man. And then lastly, what happened? This is kind of uh, this is how it all segues through the story that this morning, like right before you showed up, Beth. Um, I started um, ro- preparing for my medicine for later, and it was close. It was like <laughs> 1240, no, 1250-ish, and I was like, I was having trouble. Someone was delaying me or something, and then I haven't looked at my phone, and you had texted me like seven minutes before this, <laughs> but I saw on there, and it was like, 
you know, I'm almost heading over or whatever. Are you going to be upstairs? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I saw, and I, and I started having, like, I, hurrying up, like, almost, like, panicking, right? Like, like worrying, like, oh, I got to put this away because I don't want to leave it out there, like, out of respect. <laughs> I don't want Beth to find it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want Beth to see my stash. Well, it's funny because, like, I mainly thought of how, like, as a kid, you know, as a teen, you don't want your mom to find your stash. And at this point, like, oh, I don't give a shit what mom th- Like, my mom knows. But at this point, like, I don't want my friend to find my stash, you know? Imagine as a kid, like... Things are kind of flip-flop. Yeah, it is, it is weird. As you get older, like, you know, your life is inverse, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. So maybe I'm going to start teaching younger kids and, and you know, drinking on the job or something. Hey, I'm already doing that. But So that was cool that the reason that, you know, I didn't want to do that was, like, an understanding, you know? It was, like, mm-hmm. it's out of respect. I was like, well, I don't want Beth to show up, and then I'm sitting there with my Bob Marley pipe and... And he's just, just like, oh, hold on. I'll be done in a minute. You know, then we'll, we'll, or like, what do you want, Beth? And he's like, I'm here to record, asshole. And he's like, oh, shit. This he's is a- your idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even paying for this. I'm paying my gas to get over here anyway. But yeah, it was an understanding. And that's kind of the point of this show. So with that, let's start the show. <laughs> Shava, your job as alien, which I fucked up last time, but with his co-host, not his guest co-host, but with his permanent co-host, <laughs> Beth the Supreme Didi. Oh, what happened with the degenerate? What we go oh, with? Last oh, time? Uh, debaucherous. debaucherous. Yeah, yeah. Beth the Supreme Debaucherous. You have to yeah, get magnets cool. or pins with that. Uh, <laughs> but we're gonna do with something uh, kind of uh, relive our childhood because we're all about that Arrested Development up in this biatch. <laughs> but uh, basically, I don't know what to call it. Maybe it would be great if people. It'd be great if people just message me anyways, but if people message me with what they call them, but we got these things that as kids we do, and I don't know where I pick them up, maybe not yeah, even through siblings. Yeah, it's just kind of like in the social conscience. Yeah, it just, it just happens through <laughs> generations, through races, through cultures, through, mm-hmm. well, I don't know about countries because mm-hmm. I don't Starts visit. out as one thing and gets twisted and turned and evolve and... And, and it does have, I've read about, you know, it happens in other countries in different ways, but... I know, I, or we didn't, I don't know him as, but me and Beth, uh, when we were spitballing ideas the other day, I came up as understandings. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we call them as, you know, when people say stuff like, you know, not it or something like that when you're somewhere and then like. You just know what they're talking about. Yeah. When someone's yeah. like, hey, who, hey, who's, who's taking out the trash? Oh, not it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and even, even now as a grown ass person, especially if you're siblings or relatives, you still kind of respect that rule. You know, it's mm-hmm. by no way the law. Your parents are not going to enforce it, but it just... <laughs> so, so what do you call them, Beth? Um, I never really called them anything, but yeah, I guess just, you know... Just abide by them. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I definitely used them, you know, especially as a kid and even as an adult, but... What's the last time you used any that you could think of? Well, the... Before COVID shut everything down, um, me and Mark and Lily, we would go out to dinner... Or something, you know. Any any time we went out to dinner, Mark and I would argue over who who gets the check. We we both wanted to pay. Okay. Yeah. I know most people argue over who you know they don't want to pay. The other person pays, but we always wanted to pay. So we started using the called it. Like as soon as it's like you know paying called it. Like as soon as the check came out. Or even before, like w- once we leave the house on our way to the restaurant, you can call it at any time. It's just whether or not you remember or not. So the first person who remembers and says, you know, I'm paying, called it, 
It's oh. like, oh, got the legal mumbo jumbo. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's, oh, yeah. And it's just like, you know, okay. Stamp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of like notary, you know. It is kind of, yeah, I don't think it is kind of um, like our own kind of legal way. Or Well, I, I get that from The Simpsons, um, the legal mumbo jumbo part. Mm. Uh, it's the Treehouse of Forest, the one where Homer goes into the third dimension. You remember that one? He goes into that porthole and everything's like, you know, 3D. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, I was trying to remember the, the restaurant at the end, but you could finish with that one. Well, um, Patty and Selma are coming over. That's why he was trying to hide. Yeah. And um, Bart and Lisa are in the closet. And they're like, sorry, Dad, this is our hiding spot. And, like, they go back and forth. You know, it's my house. Well, we, you know, we got here first. And Lisa's like, yeah, well, we called it. He's like, you did? He's like, yeah, just now. It's like, ah. Oh. They got me with the legal mumbo jumbo. <laughs> he yeah. like runs away. <laughs> yeah, see, even like the dad kind of, you know, is taken over by that. And a lot, and a lot of households is like that too, where mm-hmm. the parents are even like, "I right, little jerks," you know, mm-hmm. or or even um, I can't remember any specific episodes, but a lot of times where they, you know, they call shotgun or something because mm-hmm. even parents are like that. Like, hey, well, your sister called shotgun when you're twenties yeah. or thirties, and you know, it, it doesn't feel embarrassing. It's just kind of like we're, well, damn, I fucked up. I didn't call shotgun. Yeah. Like it's almost like. Yeah, we did that a lot as kids, too. And another thing as an adult that we do, um, before Lily came along, um, me and one of my friends, we'd go on little day trips, usually up to San Francisco. You know, just go drive up there in the morning, spend the day there, come home late at night. Oh, um, and <laughs> my friend's got this idea that even if she's driving, if she gets pulled over for speeding... <laughs> Everyone needs to pitch in on the ticket because no one else in that car told her to slow down and drive the speed limit. Oh. <laughs> I mean. Because, you know, we we get in there, we get talking, you, you lose track of how fast you're going, especially somebody with a lead foot. You're all complacent. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, complicit, sorry. Yeah, complicit. so it became, you know, a thing. Once you got in the car with her to go on a, a car ride, you yell, not it, which meant the, if she gets pulled over that you're free of any responsibility. <laughs> See, cause I, it's that's kind of where she's. It's kind of neat because you use one of those understandings to sort of prevent like a new law almost. Because <laughs> yeah. that, I kind uh, the same thing she did. I tried that one time where I got a, and it's totally my fault. But like the guys were in the car with me too. But it was almost where I, I told them like, and they were like, "Well, I didn't, I didn't tell you to peel out or nothing." Was like, <laughs> well, one is not my truck, and it was kind of like you didn't tell me not to do it. I know, yeah. Or, or you guys didn't. <laughs> Nobody said, "Hey, there's a cop over there." or Nothing. I don't just know. For me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. But yeah, it's just it's just one of those where you try to use it, and I'm sure she came up with that rule after she got pulled over, which mm-hmm. is kind of yeah. See, that's where you get into a little like, uh, it's kind of I understand where you're coming from, but I understand, but it's not understanding. <laughs> like as a driver, it's your responsibility, though. <laughs> well, how about that? Where like this is kind of neat because I got two for for driving, but. What is your general consensus as far as, like, if you're driving, who controls the stereo? That's pretty... The driver. No question? No question. What about... Unless the driver alleviates that responsibility. So they don't get distracted? But yeah. Yeah, like, for example, if I'm driving around and Mark's in the passenger seat, I've looped the CD that's in the CD player three times. So I'll hand him my, you know, little disc holder and says, ask him to pick out a new CD. Yeah. But, you know, driver is in charge of the car, even if it's somebody else, or in charge of the radio, even if it's somebody else's car. Now, yeah, that's kind of the follow because I've, I've gotten into those situations when it's, like, say, the passenger's car. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I've, of course, because I'm always trying to squeeze them. I'm trying to create loopholes. I'm the guy with the Sharpie there. But 
I try to make it where like if it's my car, I have the settings on there, <laughs> so like technically oh, yeah, I control yeah. it. But it's it makes sense that if it's the driver, you know. And this is another one that I see on. And this is one maybe one of the generational things, but I see this online a lot, and it really irks me. I don't know if I've bitched about it to you before, but it irks me all the time because to me it makes no sense. But I'm gonna preface it with my shit because that <laughs> that's how I roll. That's how, that's how I do my legal mumbo jumbo because you know, I show I'm I'm Lionel Hunt, so this bitch. But like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying bitch so much. By the way, I have bitch. zero clue. Yeah, I'm just saying it just it's in it's my vocab today. But um, the letter I, for the day is B. <laughs> yeah, for biatch. But <laughs> if you ever heard, I've seen this online a couple of times, and it always because people try to like like make fun of people like. But when you're driving around and you're it, whether you're listening to the radio or a podcast or whatever, if it's over the air or you got your CD going or your MP3 or phone whatever. I don't know about you, but generally when I'm playing music, I'm playing music that I like, right? Mm-hmm. Or that I enjoy or or a genre that I like. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I like to listen to the radio here locally. I listen to the, to the rock, heavier rock, alternative rock. And, I don't know, 7% of the time is stuff that it's okay with me or mm-hmm. that I like. So it's like, okay. So I'm vibing along to it. Well, I see this stuff online where they make fun that, like, oh, when you're trying to find an address or something and you turn down the radio and it's like, isn't that stupid? And it's like, how's that stupid? I'm, I don't want to be distracted. Yeah. Because when, I, when I'm vibing along, I'm nodding my head. I'm mm-hmm. singing along. I'm, like, making up my own lyrics because I don't understand what they're saying. I'm doing something. I'm thumbing along. I'm enjoying my music. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a music I don't like, I'm like, ah, whatever. I'm, I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of other music. But generally, it's I love music, so I like the music. So, therefore, even if it's a place I do know, maybe work, when I get closer, I turn down the music so I can... Therefore, for focus on mm-hmm. what I'm doing. But I see this online, and I don't get it at all. And it's like it just, it, yeah. The the quieter sounds does help you focus, or just no sound at all. But yeah. I don't. So if you're playing just what pop hits, just because that's what's popular to play, then what the fuck? Then I I just don't get it. I see that a handful of time, and it just boggles. It's just like what the fuck are you talking about, dumbass? Yeah, kid? I, I got that a lot as a kid. Um, like, because, well, we grew up in the Valley, so we didn't go through L.A. very much. So anytime we had to drive through L.A., if we're going to, you know, Disneyland or San Diego or what have you, yeah. um, once we hit the L.A. traffic, everyone had to be quiet. All the radios went off. Everyone had to be quiet because my dad had to concentrate because oh, he's not used to driving in L.A. traffic. Oh, so it's <laughs> like the slower... And the more gridlocked, he has to focus more? Yeah, yeah, because oh, you got to pay attention to the people coming over on top of you because they don't signal. Like, literally. Or if you need you to change lanes, <clears throat> trying to find, a, you know, an opening. A gap you know, or yeah. nobody's letting you in. You know, making sure you don't rear end the person in front of you who just slammed on their brakes. And, yeah, Watch the semis just, yeah. trying to, like, swerve around, yeah. Yeah, but whenever there was something that required a lot of com- uh, concentration, especially for my dad, bless him, doesn't have a whole lot of concentration. But <laughs> As it is, yeah. <laughs> never did but uh yeah we always had to be quiet and the radio went off we like and if me and my brother were listening to headphones we had to turn them off too because you could still hear them oh my gosh like <laughs> everything went quiet well that's wild that he had like super hearing and and i'm sure like he had the windows up. oh well, right? we had our music up pretty loud <laughs> <laughs> and like there was no turning it down you're like sorry dad we only got one vote one level and that level is on mm-hmm. <laughs> or on maxed. and full blast yeah. yep well, that's funny. Cause, well, that's one because I for years, you know, in the last I don't know, fifteen years, I listened to it like that, and so that's why when my hearing went like just out of nowhere last year, it surprised me because it's been a f- couple years where I haven't been listening to it like that. 
It's almost like <laughs> it's like when you quit smoking and then after that you get lung cancer. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. We're like, well, what kind of bullshit is that? Stupid bodies. <laughs> but yeah, that always kind of irks. I even one time, like, I got fed up and I sat there and made like a little tirade about like, I'm fucking tired of this shit. Like every time I see it online, and it makes no sense if you think about it for two seconds and then somebody like followed up or whatever. Somebody will find anything to bitch about if they want to find something to bitch about. But I see like, <laughs> but I've seen so many thousands of random shit online. And that just is the one that just makes no sense. But, and it's and it kind of proves, I guess, this copy paste shit that somebody sits there and just keeps putting. It, oh, I saw this one time, and even I'm not gonna think about it, but I'm just gonna slap it on there. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, whatever. Uh, all right, what about other um, one that I remember from my childhood that I used to use? Um, it's more of the menacing one too, and it bring man. I guess maybe I got these from The Simpsons. Now that I think back to it, but <laughs> it's similar to the one. Remember when when uh, Bart took the karate? It must have been like season one. But the, oh, the, the touch, the of, touch death. of death. Yeah, it's like, do that, like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I remember, not as a kid, obviously, but now as I watch as an adult, it's both, like, so terror, like, so dark, but yet so poetic when he tells, when he tells Lisa what he's like, soon you will be at peace. Like, mm-hmm. I love that line. Like, somehow, like, I think if somebody told me that, I'd be, like, I'd be terrified for, like, a half second, but then I'd be, like, very serene, like, Okay, hey, it's not gonna I've be been so looking bad. Yeah. for peace. Yeah, just, just, like, just like put my hands over my chest and just be like, I'm coming, Papa. <laughs> you know, or something. It's like, your dad's still alive. Like, well, whatever. <laughs> but, it's just, but I used to do it to my youngest sister because I don't know how. That's what older brothers do. <laughs> well, I, and I'm talking like there's three sisters, and, and she was the, like the last sister. So, she, I mean, we well, have the like, youngest one is usually the last one. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna have to look into that research. I need I need to get Congress on this. <laughs> I just I'm sorry. Thought, go on. I mean, I serve all that softball. You're gonna you're gonna get what you deserve. But <laughs> we had like um I can't remember how much of a year gap because I have no clue how old she is. But <laughs> but um we had like I I think I brought up before how I had that huge animosity towards her. You know, like hatred towards her. Uh, none of her fault, by the way, just because mm-hmm. she took like. You know, all of our dad's detention, as we thought anyway. But one thing, I don't even know where I came from or what, but I used to have this thing where, and I think I think I talked this with the with the um, psychologist one time, but, like, she was always trying to get my attention or get my approval or whatever. But one thing I used to take advantage of was, you know, I'd be sitting there in the couch or something, and, and I'd ask her to bring me, like, a glass of water or something. And then she'd be like, no. Or she'd be like, no, I'm like, you know, whatever. Like, go get it yourself. And I'd be like, I'm a count of three. And then she'd be like, <laughs> and then she'd be sitting there and they'd be like, one, nothing. Two, she'd be like, all right, fine. And then she'd walk and go get it. And then, and I was like, <laughs> that's actually, a parent's uh, that's threat? A threat. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I do it with Lily all the time. Well, see, okay. So that's, <laughs> and that brings another weird layer to it because I was talking to my other sister last night about it. Because, you know, I told her I was going to talk about it on the show. But I was also thinking, like, I never really kind of rationalized what would happen if I got to three. Like, was I going to follow through on my threat or yeah. what? And what <laughs> it's was It's funny because a lot of parents don't think that. <laughs> and, but, you know, we, you know, I always tell her, it's like, I'm going to count to three. And if I get to three, this is what's going to happen. Like, I had to do it yesterday. She refused to nap yesterday. So I said, I'm going to count to three. If I get to three, all of your toys in the living room get taken away. And so I counted to three. She didn't settle down or go to bed or whatever. And so all of her toys got taken away. See, but this is a kind of... Have you done that before to her? Like mm-hmm. the taking away toy, the exact specific... Uh, 
Yeah, I've done it before. Because <clears throat> I was curious if, like, I, I was from her point of view, I was wondering if she was thinking, like, well, what does that mean, taking away, like, they're gone forever? Yeah, or? you know, especially with a kid like her, doesn't comprehend a lot of things. But she knows that when mom and dad start talk or start counting like that, because yeah. we use a certain tone, you know, we don't yell at her, but we have a sterner tone. But she knows that when mom and dad you're start friendly, counting, you're not something bad's going to happen if I don't do it. So, oh. so she she's learned that over the years. But that, that's the uh, the problem with a lot of parents is they're just hoping the threat will take care of the problem yeah. for them. It's like, for example, one time I was in Walmart and. Um, there was this little girl that wasn't listening to her mom. She was, like, playing on her phone. She was probably about 9 or 10. Oh, shit. So old enough kid. to know better, yeah. you know, that, you know, <clears throat> when your mom's talking to you, you need to listen. But she was just, you know, playing on her phone, totally not listening, not helping or whatever. And her mom's like, one. And she's looking at her like, what? Two. And she's, like, shrugging, like, okay. And she's like, three. And <laughs> really, <laughs> it's like what? What? Why are you counting, mom? She had no idea why her mom was counting. <laughs> so like out of nowhere, her mom just pulled this like yeah. And it's like wow, she apparently she never used it before because her she was just like what? Yeah. So like at, at nine years old, she's like, I've never used this, so it's got to work now. Like no, that's not how it works, man. You gotta like. You know, yeah, but that's oh, another that's one funny. of those universal things. You know, you start counting. Yeah. You know, you give them a chance. To shape up. There, there's something rumbling behind that last counter. Mm -hmm. But it's something that I never really considered what... Because I, I was pretty rough with her. I really, like, kind of, you know, mean to her. So, But I never thought, like, what would happen. Cause, <laughs> and that's the thing. It was always weird. Like, why would she even comply? Because I don't think she ever went to the folks from, for that. But she went for plenty of other stuff. <laughs> I don't want to fat, you know, like, oh, give me soda. Like, no. And, like one two and then she's like all right fine and then she did it for like a huge number of years i mean we're talking teens man see when when i lived with my brother or even before that actually um he he tried to make me his beer winch he's like beer winch bring me a beer it's like go to hell it's like bring me a beer no you're not a very good beer winch beth it's like i take pride in that thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like i guess i'll get it myself What's the point of having a beer winch? <laughs> so you always got like the non-employee of the month or something? Yeah, like, you always try it. It's like, beer winch, bring me a beer. No. And he'd always try it? <laughs> he'd always try it. He tried it for a while before. He's realized it's not going to work. <laughs> I thought it was just kind of... And it's not worth the gag anymore. <laughs> yeah, it is not worth the gag. Well, see, there's a plane going by. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> well, my mom was kind of to blame for the whole beer winch thing because... Oh, <laughs> Ah, that was a hell of a comeback. <laughs> well, when, my brother used to be in a band with my stepdad. And they would practice at my mom and my stepdad's house. And um, my brother would yell, Beer winch! And my mom, who was in her room just trying to, you know, Relax. be able to think <laughs> oh, over the, the noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she'd hear, Beer winch! And she would go get them beers. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, Mom, you're the one, the reason why he's always trying to get me to be a beer winch. He's like, She's like, sorry, he gave me something to do. <laughs> like Pavlov's beer or something. Yeah. Huh? Every time you heard like rock music, you're like, here comes a beer or something. <laughs> and I, I can't remember if you told me that story first, but I remember joking at the storage. I would, I would like mess around with that because we had that counter that you had to go around the doors. Mm -hmm. So like, if you were getting water or something, I'd be like, 
like hand me some water wench and you'd give me that eye, look in your eyes and you'd <laughs> be like, like please <laughs> no you'd, or you'd be like yeah you're getting it off the floor and they'd be like all right <laughs> just, i'm just joking Beth. <clears throat> and and I, I was talking about this too in the, another kind of story about the little understandings that we got mm-hmm. um this is kind of one of the rules of the road i guess we could call it where i have no clue again where this comes <laughs> yeah. from but it, it's it's always it's, it's kind of it's supposed to be innocent but you have the I don't even know what you call it, but we just call it the like the, the Hong Kong. We just call it the Hong Kong, but it's where usually it's the kids who are in the back of the car, right? In the back of the board. <laughs> board, yeah, board. And this is pre. This is your pre Game Boys, you, you mm-hmm. damn hoodlums. Yeah. But you're sitting over there, and you, you know you've punched your sister to death already, and, or you don't have your 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 dog with you, or whatever. And the folks are up front, um, and the truck and the semi trucks are behind you. And what do you do? You do you put your arm up? You put your little fist up, and you do the little pull down twice. Yeah, pull down, and like, uh, and you do like honk honk, and it's like their their wire rope or something, mm-hmm. and it pulls their bullhorn. Yeah, because I think they used to have you know the the strings that they pull up here, but I think now the new ones down there. Have, I think so. Well, I thought that, or maybe they have a button too. I no, think. but originally they're they're little yeah strings to pull. Yeah, like the like top, the, top of the window. Yeah, a nice cool air horn, and it's mm-hmm. it's a. It's a I mean, you can even do it as a normal driver as you're passing by. You you lock eyes with the driver, and you're mm-hmm. like, do it, man, do it, do it. And it just, I don't know what it is. It's just a cool, like, now as a, as a, as a cynical adult, maybe it's like, I, I controlled another human being. You're just like, <laughs> I told that other uh, poor man what to do. But it's just, it's always kind of a neat little, like, treat because not every guy did it. Yeah, yeah. Either they didn't, re- they didn't understand it. It was always under 50%. That well, they probably got it all the time. Yeah, that too. You know, like, fuck off, kid. I'm, I'm hauling these oranges from Florida to, I don't know, Montana. Say, so bringing the Simpsons back into that. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. The, the episode where Homer takes Com- on that trucking job yeah. because that that trucker he was competing with red for the yeah red yeah. with the steak con- eating contest <laughs> well, died I, so he, he's yeah he kept driving he kept, his truck didn't he keep looking at him he's like you're Tony Randall was that <laughs> yeah it's like like two people there was red something or other and like Tony, Tony Randall Tony. <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> he's like no the other guy. Or something. <laughs> But anyway, so Homer and Bart are driving, you know, Homer's driving this truck. He's got Bart with him, and the kid starts doing that. And he's like, oh, you want to play games? And he starts, like, flooring it, like, getting really <laughs> yeah. close to the kid's yeah, car. He's, like, freaking him. him out. And Bart's like, Dad, he wants you to blow your horn. He's like, oh. So he, like, pulls on a string, you know, on the roof, and the back trailer <laughs> falls off. Detaches the trailer, yeah. And then does he say, like, rotten kid? Or he, like, <laughs> don't. Oh, I thought he got mad at the boy. Like, it was the boy's fault. Oh, that was a funny one. That was a great episode, too. I like how, um, I thought, for a minute, I thought, like, wouldn't that be cool? Like, why can't they, they are kind of working on that autonomous driving stuff for semi, which makes sense if you think about it, but. I do not trust semi drivers at all. I mean, driving alongside them, I, I can't stand it because they never stay, they can, I mean, the you know, granted, you got, a, you got a huge truck. Yeah. I understand it's hard to stay in your lane, but when you're, like, all of a sudden weaving like halfway into the nail next to you and then on the shoulder it's like you know it's like dude put your dick down and drive (laughs) you you got time at the wash station to to slap your old wheelie around you know don't don't do it now so if like i ever have to drive next to a semi like on the freeway i just like gun it yeah shoot past them really quick well around where i work too there's like little little streets like little hard turns and they take those all the time it's like how dumb are you? Like, 
there's no way you're making that 45 degree turn, buddy. Like I saw one make a pretty narrow U-turn before. <laughs> it was like, you're joking, right? But hey, kudos to you, if to him. He, he made, did it. Oh, he made it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he Even, made it. Did he block like the three lights? Uh, oh yeah, he took up the entire intersection. Yeah, see, but, you know, that's what I mean. <laughs> so well, over there they do that all the time, and then you know cars have to wait for them and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And just, oh man. Well, they even teach that in driver's ed. What? Give way to the the trucker. Oh yeah. Well, even on, on some on some they say on there just like uh, right side suicide. Oh yeah. Left side stay alive. Some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Passing side suicide. Passing yeah. side suicide. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like I like how they make it nice, nice and fun. <laughs> uh, what was, shit, we went too far because I was think, thinking about the truckers. Oh, man, um, I forgot. And of course, there's the other one you do in the car. Um, Wait, hold on, uh, hold on. So the trucker, um, the field trip. I had a field trip one uh-huh. time. And I'm pretty sure it was eighth grade. It was my last year of middle school down in Southgate, the, the rough streets of Southgate, right next to, to Downey where a Metallica formed, huh? That's a true story. Look it up. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I love that. Like, I was like, wow, if I was only born 12 years ago and <laughs> lived the exact same life trajectory, I could have almost known Metallica. Anyway, <laughs> I finally just thought that billions of times. All right. <clears throat> um, was a story. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, field two, trip. Well, two stories. First off, when you're talking about semis, it reminds—I think I've said it before, maybe not—but one of the earlier when I was riding my motorcycle, I want to say is when I had my, my my beautiful blue bandit. Um, I don't even know where the hell I was going. I might have been going down south just to L.A., but I was going down there, and you know we have this is what I love. The only one of the very few things about California, but we have the splitting lanes, the lane sharing, and there was a certain <clears throat> point where it was two lane road, and there was two semis, and they were going like. Fairly just right about 60, 65 miles per hour, holding everybody up, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I said, like, you know what? It's like, it's time to grow some balls. And I and I, and I I jumped on the throttle, and I went, and I w- split the lane right between those two semis. Like, right, I mean, I had, like, half an inch on either side of those fucking trailers. Wow. Well, I got to the end of it, and I said, you dumb piece of shit, you'll do that next time I'm ripping your dick off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm throwing it into the Grand Canyon. I was like, oh, Roger that, big, big sir. I don't know what the fuck, but it was just like, I was just stupid. What were you thinking? Yeah, that's one of my, my, my uh, motorcycle mm. misadventures. But <clears throat> reprimanding yourself. <clears throat> oh, no, I'm very good at that. Like, well, there, nobody else is going to do it. You know, might as well do it myself. It's like, uh, hey, if nobody else is going to do the job, I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> so, eighth grade, um, we were, we went on a field trip. I have no clue where we were going, but. Uh, being a little dumbass, bad kids in, in the back of the bus, and I think it was I. You want me to tell that story again about the the the, the booger salt? <laughs> it's not even booger. I, I might have said it before, but Beth don't want to hear that one no more. Mm-hmm. But when we were going one of the ways, there was a truck driver behind us, and it's 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 weird because that's kind of like a, a child childish thing, right? It's very mm-hmm. kind of it's very friendly. It's very nice. Like mm-hmm. even even in the in that Simpsons, that was a very like innocent little kid that was doing that. Well. So we're we're all these dumb kids and we we do this thing, like oh shit pull the pull the wire thing dude and this dude on the semi truck he does the jacking off motion like he, he mimics he he does his little like and, and then we're like oh man and we and he and he laughs about it and he smiles and then he like passes up or whatever but I'm like it's like why would you do that to kids well yeah well I told you know we're like what 13, 14 at that age I told Beth like. Look, we're degenerate, no good, nothing, inner city bastards, but we're kids nonetheless, man. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, we've seen porn at that time, but at the same time. <laughs> or at least been through sex education. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is where you're sitting in class and you were like, 
the Volvo. Who the fuck cares about that? You know, it was like, <laughs> shows the good stuff. And then the, the, the kids are like, where's the picture of the doggy style? And the teacher's just like, all right, get out of there. Well, they told me about you. <laughs> Fluffy Bunny. He noticed he had fur in places he didn't have fur before. <laughs> and he had feelings before, or he didn't have before. <laughs> then came the wedding night. You're like porn music. Yeah, and they're like, she's faking it. I love that line. Yeah, this Kravoff was the best. She's faking it. <laughs> All right, you want to talk about um, sex norms, I guess? S- sex understandings? I don't know. No. no <laughs> let's, let's not go there. <laughs> no, so, so what else you got, Beth? What other understandings do we got? Well, um, <clears throat> some, well it's, it's pretty, you know, universal a lot, you know, you call it different things, but me and my brother, you know, on trips, you always, you know, slug bug. Oh, right, right, yeah, punch. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I've heard, you know, punch buggy before, and what? But you know, we it, should have looked up. Gets... The, I should look at the history, but like, it's always the the Volkswagen bug. Mm-hmm. It's never, you know, a Range Rover or fucking yeah, Bronco it, or something. Yeah, it's a, I guess because it rhymed slug bug. Slug so, bug, yeah. But you know, then other ones <clears> came <throat> up. You know. The Daddy Bug, which is the Volkswagen bus, and um, out-of-state plates, ups well, truck. What's Daddy Bug though? I never heard of that one. Daddy Bug, it's a uh, you know the the Volkswagen buses. Yeah, but know, like the big what, square ones. But what do you do though? You, you get two hits for that one. Or oh, at least shit, in my that's... family, that's what we did. One hot, one hit for a slug bug. Yeah. Two hits for a Daddy Bug, and two hits for an out-of-state plate, and one hit for an ups truck. Oh, I thought you were just naming different games. I don't know if it was all like fighting. No, it, it's all, you know, punching games. Oh, know? okay, because I remember like out of state. You know, came up probably by an older brother who came up with a reason to the... wail on his younger siblings. Yeah, that couldn't look <laughs> over the window, so they couldn't even see the signs. They're like, I can't see the plates. They're way down there. Like, oh, yeah, that sucks for you. Like, hey, Alaska. <laughs> Wham. <laughs> yeah. They're like, the car's not even moving. Where are all these states coming from? I remember um, as kids, we used to go- drive... I can't remember if it was when we were driving to Bakersfield or Pismo Beach, but um, I think it was Pismo Beach. Different but, experiences, huh? Uh, well, my grandma used to do the books for this couple, and at, for a per- and we drive her there once a month. So for a period they lived in Bakersfield, and per- for a period they lived in Pismo Beach. So, so it was either or. It yeah. was either or. So we we I think it was when we were driving to Pismo Beach, mm. and there was this um, Volkswagen wrecking yard that had nothing but you know volkswagen bugs it was just no way you know this junkyard (laughs) full of volkswagen bugs so me and my brother we were were looking for it each time we knew it was there yeah and as soon as we saw you know just you know bam 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 (laughs) you went past it no no not even keeping count just yeah i know yeah there's no way you meet the criteria (laughs) until my dad yelled at us just cut it out i was like we know it's coming where is it where is it there it is bam bam bam. so so did you guys call out like each color too or no just no just just no point yeah like you're hitting fast as you can see yeah so you actually live that simpsons episode i'm really jealous of that (laughs) the punch buggy yeah, the mm-hmm. one the one where, where, like, you know, Bart slugs Lisa, and then like, he's like, what's punch buggy? And then it's like, mm-hmm. when you see a, a punch bug or whatever, you yell out the color, and then mm-hmm. they pass Volkswagen lot, and the other kids are all, oh, and then they all start hitting each other. And then yeah. Otto's like, two for flinching, doom, doom, and he's yeah. like, it's a kid. <laughs> you just make up all kinds of weird games in order to wail on your siblings. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like, um, well, I guess the two for flinching crap, or like, uh, I don't or know. Or major flinch, bam. Major flinch, yeah. Like, do the little... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, see, that's that's another one that, like, the mean ones, because 
I'm trying not to. Flinching is an involuntary reflex. You can't control it. It is not. It is totally voluntary. Oh no, this is some psychological (laughs) bullshit. It has to do with uh, your your uh, your nerves of steel. (laughs) Sure. It's not like cold or even like cold. There's people that could like you know control their their body temperature so they don't shiver at certain temperatures. It's like that. It's totally voluntary. Don't 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 let those weenies. I don't know. It's one of the like. <laughs> now you can't play dodgeball in school. What kind of a pansy? I don't know. <laughs> Just get all like, um, uh, what's his name? Yosemite Sam in here. <laughs> yeah, there <you> go. <clears throat> uh, what other norms we got? We there's a ton of norms. We just didn't like deck them out. I kind of scribbled some, but I don't really think. I remember about one. My cousin, my, uh, my brother, and my cousin were around the same age, and they were always picking on me because I was the only one that was younger than them. And, oh, that's uh, nice. So. Yeah, by default, the younger you are, like the the least on the totem pole, you know. Mm-hmm. So I got um, I got jinxed many a time by them. Well, so how do you jinx? Like saying the same thing? Well, yeah. Well, the way we did it is, you know, if you say the exact same thing at yeah. the exact same time, first person to <clears> yell <throat> jinx, the other the other person has to stay quiet until somebody says their name, and if they if you talk before someone says your name, you either get pinched or hit. <laughs> another punch. Yeah. yeah, another another way to wail on your siblings. <laughs> See, but I, I th- I've also heard the pinch poke, owe me a coke. <laughs> how does that? Okay, is the same thing. It's like thing? jinx, owe me a coke, but you know, just a little rhyme. You do you that actually... way you can pinch them and poke them and then say you owe me a coke. So you get both. Mm-hmm. See, that seems too too like a salty for me, man. I'm one of those like you better back off. You know what's funny? I don't know. We must have got that from a show or something. Because I remember as kids, we used to do that jinx thing. But that was like, that's it. It didn't go nowhere. We just said jinx and then we just it's walked like, away. Yeah, it was it. Like, no, so, there were actions and consequences. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, no. <laughs> when I got older and I watched like shows or whatever and I did that whole like, uh, I think they might have done that on Simpsons too. But that whole mm-hmm. like, don't say their name. And then they're like, oh, they can't say your name or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Bart gets jinxed by Lisa and her friends and he goes into Homer. Yeah. And he's like, what can I do for you, my son? <laughs> like oh child what's wrong with you <laughs> it's like saying everything but 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 bart yeah and i thought could have sworn homer was like oh they, i can't i don't know but I, but, but he's, he's like you know like <clears throat> bart writes it down it's like say my name it's like why would i want to do that and he goes because i'm jinxed you idiot and he like punches him it's like you're not supposed to talk when you're jinxed. oh yeah yeah so like, yeah he knew yeah that's the thing he was he knew what was up and he mm-hmm. like didn't want to help him <laughs> oh shit that's funny but Oh shit! And I lost the other one, but it's just—I don't know—just kind of one of those neat things that just get passed on. I just mm-hmm. don't know where they kind of come from. Like, you know, we play games like tag and stuff like that, and those—they just passed on. I don't know; they just happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're all just—maybe we are just all living in the matrix, and just the the, the program just gets updated to each and every generation. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's old is new again, and what's um, what's what's up is down, what's left is right, and nothing mm-hmm. ever makes sense. Sounds like Wonderland. 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 What is that? World of my own. You've never seen Alice in Wonderland. Oh, <laughs> I need the whole title, man. <laughs> I'm way too slow. I, without Alice, is like Wonderland. Like, you know, the one that's Alice in. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's the one that Alice lives in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had another one before that we used to do growing up, but they're more like, I don't know, just kind of uh, like sayings, I guess. Cause that's see my someone was trying to tell me like they were saying catchphrases but not they're not catchphrases, 
It's kind of no. it's kind of tricky. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. tricky to because the catchphrase is a certain phrase that you yourself use a lot. That one person, right? Yeah. It's not like if somebody else is saying like if it. If it's just a well-known phrase that somebody says, yeah, yeah, it's just a saying. They just carried on. Like for me, I don't hear them as much often now, but I remember in middle school they were really popular. But I used to like um, we used to call them bagging on people. But when we mm-hmm. sort of um, is that what you guys used to call them too? Bagging. We used to use that phrase, yeah, bagging oh. on people. See, when you're you're insulting them or giving a hard time or. Well, like mm. with the with the rhyme scheme, with the whole like you know your mom's so fat, blah blah mm. blah. You're, you're you're so stupid. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So we used to do that, and well, I read this book some years after that, but it's been going on since you know the mid 1900s, whatever, maybe even before that. But they used to call it the dozens. I don't know why, but I can't remember the exact reason. But they call it playing the dozens. Hmm. But it was the same thing about like insulting their their mother <laughs> well yeah poor it's always the mom like the dad's there too you know mm-hmm. that asshole <laughs> like he's not doing nothing i guess uh back in the 1900s men being gentlemen you know did not want to speak ill of their mother you, you dare not lay a, an ill will or a venom tongue at their at their... <laughs> say their father can stand up for themselves but their mother yeah the poor brittle lass uh so i don't <laughs> know any, any any last um tidbits beth you got i had one i lost it <laughs> yeah i had like three of them i lost them the, oh well i was gonna say um another one you kind of mentioned in while we were talking about this you know the shotgun yeah but picking. I, huh picking or yeah something. but you know shotgun you know i actually know the origin of that and a lot of people probably do hmm. um because back in stagecoach oh, right. times, yeah. yeah, yeah, person who sat next to the driver had the shotgun in case you guys were attacked. <laughs> yeah, to fight so that's off why the... calling shotgun means sitting in the front seat. So next time, so you, you learned something today. So next time you jump in the passenger seat, you better be <laughs> you better a have a shotgun and a cowboy hat, and you better be you know looking out for danger. Yeah, you better be ready to blast any guy that. That's such to, a funny. You know that that would be hilarious, like in Oregon or New Jersey, where the guy's coming to pump your gas. He just, <laughs> just blow his head off. I'm on sorry. The, <laughs> yeah, itchy, gonna, tr- itchy trigger finger. But you're gonna ro- rob my my cube of Budweiser or something. <laughs> and on that lovely, beautiful note, um, I guess we should call you, bid you adieu, Beth. What do you think? Um, I think it's that that's a good idea. All right. Well. Thanks for joining us on this spaceship trip. This was Tony Shava, your job as alien with Beth the Supreme Debochinets. Saying good night. Toodles. Even though it's evening or midday. Midday, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>